<laughs> Stop giving out my secrets here now. <laughs> Welcome to Outlandish, the podcast where we dive headfirst into the wild world of sex and relationships. I'm Lisa Nash. And I'm Melanie Cameron. Get ready for some real unfiltered chats about the highs and the lows of modern love. We are tackling everything from the spicy to the scandalous. And each episode will bring you the raw and relatable life stories. And we'll take a look at the hot topics everybody's talking about in the media relating to sex and relationships. Now, today we've got medium Lara Wells joining us. She shared that bombshell, uh, the telltale sign about whether a woman's cheating or not, by nipples pointing in the opposite direction. Do you remember that? I do. <laughs> we'll be talking about manifesting love. Is it actually possible? So, go grab yourself a glass of wine, kick back, and get ready for a whole new take on love and lust. Outlandish is here to spice up your podcast playlist. Cheers. Well... Cheers, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, she, 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 you are tempting me there. She's got a, a cold, thirst-quenching beer right in front of me. You didn't want to cheers me with your water? I know. Oh, I'll cheers you with my water. Cheers. One more week and I'm back. <laughs> hey, guys. How are we all doing? I know. I'm sure everyone thinks that I'm, the really, I'm a really cruel friend because you are doing amazingly well. For those of you that don't know, um, Lisa has been on a New Year's reset so no sugar, no alcohol, no fun. No fun. But I'm sticking to it and I'm down my way. I'm getting so much done. I feel amazing. So I'm yeah, I've got a little ways to go, but but it's good. I'll feel amazing after this beer. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I'm just tempted just to have a sip, but <laughs> Don't do it. You're doing so well and I'm yeah, really, really I'm proud stick of you. To it. How's your week been? It's been good actually. Yeah. Just what have I been doing? The week goes so fast, you kind of Blink. forget, don't you? Just, yeah, I've, I've had quite a lot on, just meetings and got lots of new stuff happening. So Excellent. all exciting. Well, you know that uh, this is the first place you have to share it with everyone. So we'll watch yep, that. As soon as we get confirmation. Excellent. Then. Excellent. But, um, yeah, just um, just planning planning the year ahead. Planning and plotting. Planning and plotting. I, like I had a really interesting morning. Mm. So I went and did a meditation class this morning. Amazing. So, you know, we spoke about um, this year we were going to, Spend a bit more time on ourselves, yep. sort of, bit of self care, self love, and um, my lovely friend, my neighbour, uh, Katie said, "There's this meditation class. I'm going to book it for us. Let's go." And I was like, "Well, this, you know what? This is something different rather than going to the pub together." So we did it this morning, and it was really amazing. It was at a Buddhist centre, and it was, was it a sleepy meditation because you seem full of beans. <laughs> no, it was. It, although I have to say, the woman that was leading all of the meditation had, she had a really soothing, quiet voice. And there were several of us that were going, because it was quite warm in there. And it was just, a it was just such a lovely warm but, but vibe. it's time for you just to switch off for a moment, isn't it? It was it amazing. Relax the brain and They were the talking about, um, in a lot more detail, but the long and the short of it is, um, often when we get stressed out about things or frustrated or angry or upset, it's not the action, it's our reaction to it. Yeah, of course. Um, and just about not giving your power to that and trying to take And that's it, if you're in a effort. calm kind of, uh, I was going to say sedated, but not, <laughs> <laughs> not quite sedated. Uh, that's how you have to calm, calm me down, yeah. sedator. <laughs> But you've got that kind of sense of feeling. <laughs> We're not even five minutes in and she's already dropped a doozy. But, um, that calm... Uh, <laughs> can't get me words out now. And that calm kind of sense of 
just being at peace with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Not sedating. <laughs> Can't feel anything. But um, it, it's just a nice way to start. I remember years ago when I used to do this acting class and um, with a guy called Tony Greco from America, he's come over, do the method acting. And he used to teach people like Sean Penn and it was, it was big kind of big time he, he yeah, brought yeah, a lot yeah. of big actors and he used to do this exercise with us and it was like it was breathing and kind of moving all your body in that and he he this particular skill was before you went for an audition so you used it okay. so you got into that kind of state of being like and you ask yourself the question like where am i where am i until you've got nothing in your head and you kind of get rid of it all so when you go into that audition room you are clear to actually just work That's on that really piece. interesting and i still use it to this day even though i don't do a lot of acting so much anymore but it's just a good way just to relax and and you also use your breath and you make these really weird sounds like <laughs> make one cool. it's like uh, ha! <laughs> I think sedated's better. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you do I was all that so say, it gets it all out. I saw something the other day uh, in my um, my school TikTok um, where they were saying like, if you find it hard to clear your mind, just say to yourself, "What's my next thought?" Because I guarantee, when you say, "What's my next thought?" you won't be able to think of anything. So, like like you said, "Where am I? Where am I?" This time, it's like, "What's my next thought?" Nothing. Okay, I'm clear. I also, when I used to go for a lot of auditions, I developed a method that. If I really needed a job, I don't. There's something about you that walks in desperate for a job, and they can smell it and they can see it yeah. a mile off. And that's why I think when you'd got a job, you'd nail three jobs in a row. Oh, 100%. so I and because you don't need it. It's like I'd like it, but whatever, I'm all you know right. It's always when I did this course, he used to come over once a year, and it was like a month intense course, like every single day. And after that, I used to get. Job after job. Yeah, it's mad. Because you're it? in that frame of mind yeah. and you're just you're picking up that technique and you're practicing, which is why, you know, you've got Confidence. you've got to you've but got this to is things. this is what they were saying, and I'll I'll wrap up because we could talk forever. Um, this is what they were saying today. We have learnt so much over over the course of our lives about how we handle things. That's gonna annoy me, that's gonna frustrate me, you're gonna wind me yeah. up if you do that. That it takes a lot of retraining your brain yeah. to get into that different state. And she was saying you know, you're going to be tested and there's going to be times when you, you go back to that old habit. But if just being aware of it... And but it's the breathing as well, isn't it? Because I totally. always find if I ever feel a little bit anxious or something's annoying me, I just take those three, like... I, I, not three, four kind of deep breaths in, for, sorry, for the count of four, hold, hold my breath four. for four and then breathe out. Yeah, really And you works. do that. And I do, do you know what? I do it in the car sometimes, like especially if I'm stuck in traffic. But then I just know that I'm kind of training myself to breathe properly, which is really important. And also you're just getting that oxygen to your brain. You're slowing down your breath, which just naturally calms you and all your nervous system. Yeah. So and, and that actually is you choosing not to give in to that because instantly you want to go, oh, I'm stuck in traffic. I can't. I'm not going to be. I'm going to be late. This is going to happen. And to be and in then control you of your set yourself well. up for a day of bad things yeah. happening one after another. Try and turn it on its head and go. Okay, there's nothing I can do about this situation. Mm. I can't control it. I can't move traffic. So. I'm going to use this next half an hour to think about, yeah. listen to music. Do you know what? I actually don't get listen bothered. to a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually don't get bothered about traffic too much. Um, and when I was saying that, that you're it, always sedated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, yeah, listening to podcasts. But um, no, in this, in the sense of, it was more about I just take that time to do it. It wasn't just because of the traffic, if that makes sense. Hmm. So just clearing that one up. Anyway, excellent. Yeah. So. Um, as ever, been checking out what's in the press this week. And the first story I came across was 
how many calories can you burn off whilst having sex? So, well, sex is kind of an exercise, isn't it? Well, you know, you always, you know, you, you when build up a bit of a sweat if you're any good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, you there's often that joke when someone's new in a relationship. We're like, oh, you're looking a bit toned up. Oh, we've been having loads of hanky panky. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, there this article in the Daily Star. Uh, again, must be true. Um, it's quite shocking how few calories we actually burn whilst having sex. So This is quite low, actually, isn't it? It says, in 10 minutes, the average woman would burn 78 calories. And the average man, if he weighed around 198 pounds, um, would burn 91. So that would mean... That's like a Kit Kat, isn't it? A two-finger Kit Kat. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? Every See? time I, I just... I kind of compare it to a two-finger Kit Kat. Can I'm you allowed stop that. doing that with your hands again? <laughs> two fingers. Sorry, guys, not swearing at you. <laughs> two-finger Kit Kat. <laughs> Why does everything you say sound like a double entendre all the time? Um, so if if the average man, I don't know who the, who's average, uh, weighs 198 pounds, I don't even know what that is. Um, apparently... He would need approximately six hours and twenty-three minutes to lose a pound. That's quite a lot. I did actually quite make... a lot. Six hours and twenty-three minutes. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's quite a lot of hours. That's Can you imagine <laughs> if you're going ridiculous. to work? You have to do three hours in the morning and three hours in the evening. Oh man, no. That's a lot. Isn't That's it? a lot. And, and and the average woman. But they they actually saying what particular style, or is it just like no? They're just, just saying like having sex in general. That's what it would. That's what it would take to lose a whole pound but I think I mean well, the six, thing is, six hours is just whatever yeah so like on the for the average woman um 77 kilos I think what, what was the pounds I think it was I think it was 170 pounds I get lost yeah. in all this I'm so that's what I'm saying. So 100, 170 pounds the average for a woman which is 77 kilos which I think is about 12 stone 12 and a half okay. stone so it's um you know, for the average woman, obviously you can compare your weight to that. And it's hard to say average because we're all different heights, yeah. we're all different shapes. We're but all... it's just giving you a guideline. That's the main yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean... They said sex... she, she'd need seven hours and 27 minutes to lose a pound. So hold on. <laughs> what we're saying in this what article... You, what you, you'd need to sleep, you'd need to eat. But hang on. What we're saying mm. is the man would only need six hours and 23 minutes to lose a pound, whereas a woman would need seven hours and 27 minutes. So what is she doing for that last hour when yeah. he's lost his pound? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Lying on her back going, oh, I'm so tired now. <laughs> yeah. So the, the thing is, I was looking at um, this as well and what's the most calorific um, kind of exercises to lose the, the most amount of calories and what the sexual position you mean? sexual position okay. yeah so how many calories can you well we haven't actually got how many calories but the most like you know um, the most fat burning fat sexual burning that, position that, yeah exactly and it's I've never heard of this before actually I might be she's a such bit. a liar <laughs> butter churning so that is the most <laughs> the sex position that will burn the most calories. Now I'll explain what it is. I don't know if we're getting too old because <laughs> what's butter churning? I'm just going to ask my podcast guy. Do you know what butter churning is? No, no, right, see, so, it's not an so age for all thing. All of our listeners, then. I'm going to tell you. Even our lovely engineer doesn't yeah. know. So basically, the woman lies on her back um, right. and puts her legs over so that her feet are kind of by her ears, and right. then he's kind of standing up and kind of raising her. 
so her spine's off the floor and then he's going downwards, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I can imagine. You probably get a backache after that as well. And then, and then the, the second... Trying to get really into that position, though. And then the second one was the kneeling wheelbarrow. Or I suppose you could do the wheelbarrow. So that kind of... Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 I think everyone could picture I mean, I, I did not come from a convent. <laughs> well, just picture a wheelbarrow. He's standing... Don't move your hands. <laughs> There's a lot of hand actions going on here. <laughs> you, you get yourself into all sorts of trouble by moving your hands. Oh. So, yeah. Needless and, and, to and, say. And, and the ones that are um, the least is doggy style. And oh, actually, women have the most um, orgasms through doggy style. Oh, well, that's typical, isn't it? I suppose it's, it's just I'm going to lose position. the least amount of weight, but I'm going to get the most <laughs> orgasms. It's like someone went... Yeah. Gonna have to pick. Yeah, which one is it? <laughs> it's like when you lose weight, you can either be thin or have boobs <laughs> and a bum. <laughs> which would you go for? Let's move on. <laughs> no, I'd go for lipo and make sure that I had a bit of everything. Yeah, <laughs> good answer. Okay, so the next thing is um, a theory that's been going viral on TikTok. Again, you're not a massive TikTok queen, are you? No, but I did have a look today. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Do my research. Um, so the orange peel theory is basically uh, the theory that would your partner do anything that you asked them to do just to make you happy? And it all began because a, a girl filmed herself saying to her other half, I really want an orange. And he was like, well, there you go. Here's an orange. And she was like, yeah, but... I can't peel it because it gets under my nails. And, and you, what you're supposed to do is see if your partner then picks it up and says, I'll peel it for you. Mm. And he went, well, then tough, pal. Um, and it then became a viral thing that everyone was trying it with their partners to see if they would actually do it. peel it for them. Um, so it's become a viral thing. Um, so Obviously we don't know whether this was set up or... No, but I think I don't know if the initial one was, but it's it's been lots of people yeah. have done it since. Mm -hmm. So then we're asking, would your partner peel an orange for you if you asked them to? And if they didn't, would you think, right, that's it, he doesn't love me? So I think the key here is you've got to look at the fact of we all want to feel like our partner will do things for us, desire, like, um, looks at us with... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Looks at us that they want to do things and, you know, and please us. Yeah. And if they don't, then is that a significant red, red flag? Maybe not. And the thing is, what I will yeah. say is, I think there's probably a lot of people out there that are thinking, oh, and maybe causing arguments with their partner. Would you actually peel an orange for me? Yeah. So I think this particular exercise, you can't base your real life... Um, no, and I think it's... The real life relationship on it. But there are questions that, that come up, aren't there? Like, would you actually do that for me? Of course I would, darling. Yeah. Or, well, no, you can peel it yourself. Yeah, or, see, or, that's or, the thing. Or is she just being lazy? That's the thing, right? So there are things that Ash would do for me. Like if I said, can you come and pick me and my pals up? We've been out for the night. And we can't get an Uber and we're all drunk. Yeah. And he would 100... He's done it a million times. Um, but if I said to him, can you peel an orange for me? He'd go... Peel it yourself. Why do you need me to peel you an yeah, orange? Yeah. Like, I it, mean, her, her kind of back out of that was I've got nails and they get right under my nails. And I get that. I have got nails, but I find them, I find with the nails, it's easier to peel the orange. So, what annoyed me about this particular article was the guy then responded by, so she was like, so you wouldn't do that for me? And he was like, no, do it yourself. I'm trying to make you an independent woman. Whoa, first of all. And also then the- so Hold on, yeah, just yeah, yeah. rewind selector. We don't need a man to make us independent women. We do that very much on our own. Thank you very much. So we don't need you 
to help us become independent women first. That's what really charged me about that. Yeah, and also when he says she said to her, oh, you're not that special anyway. Then what are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it kind of re refers a little bit back to the love language as well, doesn't it? So yeah. the love language and the... It's orange, your orange peel, yeah. your love language. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's like all the things within the love language and it's like, would you do something for me? So, but you you know, you've, you've got to... You've got to weigh it up and I, like, as with everything, relationships are different. And I, I, th I think if someone was kept, if he said to me, I'll peel that for me because my hands are sore from doing something, I would I would instantly do it. Yeah, me but, too. But if he so did it constantly, just uh, being lazy, then I would say, peel it yourself. I completely agree. Yeah. And I think it's just, if you're like, could you peel that for me because I've just been cleaning, I've got bleach on my hands or whatever, yeah. that's different to, the whole thing was like, <laughs> You know, can you get your will your partner do anything for you to make you happy? I don't think that's healthy. Having someone that will do anything for you at no, any moment because then you just lose your independence, your identity, um, and you get lazy. I think yeah, like, at the end of the day, someone no. that just bows down to your every whim. Do you know what? In a way, ninety nine percent like, of whims. <laughs> I was single for many years when my daughter was young, and in a way, it was the making of me. And I tell you why because. I had to do everything myself from DIY. I had angle grinders in my in my garage. I was do, I did I decorated my house myself. I did like literally did everything. And you know what? Now I'm such a capable woman and I'm able to kind of do lots of different things, you know. A lot of my friends say, Lee, you know if you're gonna do this or hang this bit of wallpaper, I know everything. So I'm proud yeah. of you for that. Well oh, done, darling. Thank you. But you know what? When you're when you've got to do it, you you find a way, and we're all capable of doing that, and that's the key. You know, and you don't want to lose that part of you. Anyway, also, yeah. I'm not about to walk out of a relationship over an orange. No, or an that's orange. That's what I peel. mean. So it's important for people if they're listening to you know all relationships are different, and you can't judge everything on an orange peel yeah. <laughs> or on a TikTok that famous viral. old saying. <laughs> Right, so the next one, I was having a little look through and this is like, um, this is one of the, you're going to love this, Mel. Oh, <laughs> why do I feel like I'm not going to love yeah. this? Liz? This is like one of those old school kind of quizzes they did in the magazines. Oh, yeah. I used to love, what they, are you A? Are you yeah. B? I so we've got one of those. those today and this one's all about your kind of sex position. Not se <laughs> I'll rewind there. Not sex positions, but how comfortable and how sexy are you? So, let's get started, right? Oh, man. You ready for it? I don't know. I, I think I prefer the ones I used to get in Just 17, which was yeah, like... Yeah, they're, they're a bit more tame than yeah, this Yeah, like, one. will he love me? Yeah. Can I make him fall for me? Well, do you know what? They're not far off, so... Okay, let, go on. Let's go start. on, I'm game. Let's go. So, when you look in the mirror, what do you see? A, me, I'm not perfect, but I'm a good package. B, numerous faults, too fat, not curvy enough, old, ugly, the same ne name, uh, negative quality. C, someone should probably go on a health kick. D, perfection, no wonder everyone loves me. Right, first of all, you laughed and went, <laughs> someone should probably go on a health kick. So oh, we all know what Lisa thinks I should see when I look at I definitely mirror. don't think you need to go on a health kick, darling. Um, Oh, God, it, I wouldn't say that there's any one of those that I particularly am, but the one I'm closest to is, meh, I'm all right. So the, yeah. this is the first one. I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect, but far package. from, but I'm all right as a package. Oh, you're more than all right, my darling. Thank you, my darling. Okay, so moving on. Number two, how often are you asked out? A, quite a lot, if I'm putting out the right vibes. <laughs> B, way too much. C, not that much, but I'm usually taken anyway. And D, never. Well, I am taken and I have so, been taken for a long time. But occasionally if I meet people and they are not aware of that, 
they might, but yeah, not often. Everyone knows I've been in a relationship for 150 years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So three, are you the most attractive person in your friendship group? A, I'm probably the, the least attractive. B, maybe, but we're all attractive in our own way. C, about average. D, by far the best. So first of all, all I've got lots of different friendship groups like you and all of my friends are gorgeous. They are all different ages, shapes, sizes. I don't think beauty is just aesthetic. No, no, I no, th no. I think, yeah. I agree. Yeah. They've all got different personalities. They're all different races, religions. They've all got different sexualities. Mm. And I would like to think that we're all as equally beautiful as each other. I'm not sure that's on there, but I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like catchphrase. Okay, so number four. How often do you make the first move? A depends on the situation, but I'm not afraid to. I wouldn't so B, I wouldn't have the confidence. Say I've say I've misread it and they just want to be friends. All friend zone. Yeah, the friend zone. Um C, I never need to. Most people can't keep their hands off me. <laughs> <laughs> D I have to be having a good body day. <laughs> oh, I mean, a mixture of all of those. <laughs> um, I, I mean, again, it's been a long time, but I would say in the per past, I have made the first move good occasionally girl. if I wanted to, yeah. We are in the 20th century. Exactly, yeah. Um, so five, how often do you initiate sex in your relationship? Sorry, Ash, we're getting personal here. <laughs> a, I'm never. damned if I do and I'm yeah. damned if I don't here. <laughs> I know, I'm going to call him up after. Did she answer correctly? <laughs> so A, never. I spend my life trying to avoid it. B, my partner wants it more than me, so I rarely get the chance. C, we each initiate about the same amount. D, my partner's always the one to initiate. I'd say C, about the same. About the same. Yeah. Okay, cool. But we've, again, we've been together for a really long time. So we're kind of, we know each other yeah. by this point. Do well, you know? what, you want to think so? <laughs> Imagine, oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that before. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, girly giggles in the studio today. Okay, <laughs> C. Which, I can't even read, actually. My eyes are filled up with water. I don't know how you can't read because if you've seen the size of your writing on that, I just have to tell everyone. So Thank you. Lisa is in charge of printing our scripts every week. We have, we have our little uh, things. All, uh, all our notes. And, and <laughs> I've just looked at my copy, <laughs> which is just the normal... Um, you know, size wording. And then I've looked over at Lisa's and he's like, <laughs> no, mine's only 14. Yours is 12. It's only up just one kind of. I don't grade. believe you. Oh, <laughs> stop giving out my secrets here. Now. <laughs> anyway. So seven, Ooh. which, which best describes your attitude to sex? So a, I love the power rush. I get when I know someone desires me. B, it's one of my greatest pleasures in life. C, I can take or I can kind of take it or leave it. Or D, I don't understand what all the fuss is about. I can't, I'd say none of those. Um, okay, so do you want to make one? Should you do an E then? <laughs> <laughs> can I have an E please, Lise? Yes, go on there. What's your answer? <laughs> I've forgotten the question. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can safely say I failed this quiz. I am so, not sexy at all. <laughs> I 
<laughs> it was not sexy about this. So which best describes your attitude to sex? Yeah, it, you like the power rush. I know it's not about a power rush. The no. greatest pleasures in life. It's not one of my greatest pleasures. It's a pleasure in life. Take it or leave it. No, a bit more than that. Yeah. <laughs> See, oh, you like, don't I would. I would <laughs> what is this? I would go somewhere between oh. greatest pleasure in life and take it or leave it. I'd be in the middle of that. Somewhere like, there, yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not my greatest pleasure in life, but you know, I don't well, we've got loads of questions, it. but let, let, let's, let's go in with a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> so. Do you talk about sex openly with your partner? You've actually got tears <laughs> rolling down your I've face. I've actually got tears rolling down my face. <laughs> um, do I talk about sex with my partner? Okay, yeah. go on. What's the option? Too? Okay, so A, I find talking about sex uncomfortable. I find it <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, sorry, sniveling here. So B, I'd rather read somebody's body language than put things into words. C, I don't need to. All my partners are happy. Happy partners. <laughs> All my partners are happy with how I am in bed. <laughs> D, how else do you solve problems? <laughs> Question mark. What's E? Oh I want to go for an E, please, please. <laughs> oh, listeners, I, we do have to apologise. This is tickling me. Let me do a quiz each week. Yeah, I'm going to ask you next week. <laughs> Yo, I've got tears oh. rolling down my face. This, uh, this, um, this has been a bit of a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> but it's right, so, funny. So, Question was, do you talk about sex openly? Yeah, I'm all right to talk about sex. I, I don't think it's uh, anything to be ashamed of. Um, I think it depends on, like, if you're in a relationship where you can have those conversations, great. You, you might not meet someone for the first time and go, so, so let's have a chat. This is what I like. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what I hate what you do? Yeah. Um, well, that was good English, wasn't it? Do you know what I hate what you do? That was great Queen's English. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so got two more we might as well do them go on so how comfortable are you naked a have you seen me i'm hot <laughs> <laughs> uh, b i avoid letting anyone see me naked c i'm nervous to begin with but once things get going i'm fine or d confident most of the time but obviously have a few off days e good in candlelight <laughs> downwards <laughs> Dimmed lights, <laughs> candlelight. I'm great. Um, I, I think that that depend. That's different on any given day. Yeah. Do you know what definitely. I mean? And most women feel like that. They're, yeah. Whether you got your fake tan on, whether you're looking nice, feeling yeah. sexy. Like when you come back from holiday and you're a bit tanned and you're like, oh, all right, yeah. You kit off and walk around the bedroom. It's, especially if I it. You know, I went to Ibiza with the girls not last year, the year before, and. Um, we did mainly boozing and dancing around. So by the end, everybody had lost a few pounds. And I was like, oh, I'm brown with a few pounds down. I feel quite good about myself. You know, but... And you always look better with a tan anyway, course. don't you? Yeah. But yeah, go on. Yeah. So last one. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how hot do you think you are? So <laughs> A, which would be nine to ten, so top. B, seven to nine. C, five to seven. Or D, under five. I'm going to rate you. I'm going to say, A, 9 to 10. Yeah! End what of the quiz. She, what she says. You know what? I don't know how you tell you it all up and how well you've done and how sexy you are, but um, I think I, I think you're... Um, I'm going to sum you up, actually. I think go on, then. Nicely open. You've obviously clearly got a good sex life and you communicate um, well, uh, verbally and physically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And we'll leave it there. I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lisa. That's all right. You're welcome. Thank you for all your <laughs> honest answers. Okay, moving on. 
So we've got our guest on now, and Lara is the medium that we had on our first show. And if you remember, she was talking about opposing nipples oh, and, yes. how they <laughs> and how they revealed he was having an affair. But today, we're going to speak to the lovely Lara, all about manifesting love. Now, believe it or not, in December, there was a survey that actually showed that so many people were after manifesting love. So we're going to ask you all of these questions. But first, before we get to that, um, I was looking in the paper, as you do, uh, well, online, actually, we don't look in papers these days so much, do we? But we're talking about... Um, 1982 called Lazy, <laughs> like it's paperback. But, um, but Kim Kardashian, she is a big manifester. She's yes. talking about... At the moment, obviously, being single, she's looking for love. And I've got um, a little list here, actually, of some of the things that she wrote <gasps> What's down. on Kim's list? Yeah, this is what's on Kim's list. So she, when she's looking um, for love in a man, he needs to be able to calm her and also drive her wild, which I think is a great kind of couple to start with. Um, also, no airing out their dirty laundry. Um, and also, that accepts you for who you are and what's to push you in the right way for, um, so you can get your highest potential and also this is the other thing she said they can't be bald what do you think about all of that well uh, before oh, I go on God. before Lara jumps in it just sounds like the opposite to everything she had with Kanye <laughs> yeah. basically on that list <laughs> I mean, yes, obviously, you know, that's, what? that's true I know. Well, we don't know whether he drove a wild he drove a probably mad <laughs> No, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. right, Lara, you speak now before I get into trouble. Okay, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's not go all on the madness route, shall we? It's when you've got nipples pointing in different directions that can be the I can't even tell you. Oh, the... we loved that. The response we got on that show was great. Wasn't Lara, it? it was hilarious. <laughs> I'm just saying before we started. Um, I had pictures from my friends, like showing themselves, looking at their boobs to check their nipples were going in the right way. Or my friends <laughs> would start a text message with, just heard the podcast, by the way, my nipples are pointed in the right direction. <laughs> As if to prove that they're not cheating. Relief, wasn't it? I know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brilliant. you don't think of these things, do you, until you somebody mentions it and you're like, why do we not know this stuff? <laughs> Honestly, what do they teach the know kids though, Laura, that blew my that blew my mind. I've never heard anything like that. Is it? I mean, I I feel like this is bad to ask you, but is it definitely true? Because I've spoken yeah. to a few people and they've said, like, my nipples are definitely, like, you know, pointing in the right direction. But I'm like, well, clearly you're not having an affair. That's right. Yeah. And I, I'm not really sure on the bio, like, the chemistry, you know, the bio. How it actually works. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do also know as well, on a completely different end, is often when when... If I've got a client, you know when they say the eyes are the window to the soul, yeah, mm. right. And so, like, if I, if I'm looking into a client's eyes, and their eyes work individually, i.e., um, I don't know if you've ever noticed that, you know, with, with with anybody, you know, where one eye could be just slightly in lag, it could be working slowly, or it's going forward, and the other one's moving mm. around more and stuff. Isn't that just I called a lazy eye? <laughs> well, or no, pissed no, the, the in or had one too many. One eye looking at you, one eye looking for you. Yeah, I know. Or as <laughs> one of my sons says, one eye's going to Tesco's and the other one's coming back with a change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having that. I'm having that. I know. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, yeah, so the two different parts of their brain are working um, like, like independently, right? 
And so the, the, the kind of whole nipple thing in different directions, you think about it, you're doubling up in life, aren't you? You're actually probably, because it's an affair, maintaining some sort of normality with, you know, whoever you're with. And at the same time, you're actually, um, you know, leading a, a, a separate life, a different life, you know. That's so nice. duality is something probably that it is naturally in us anyway, but that they're taken to the extreme, aren't they? You know, yeah. opposing nipples, are you capable of having an affair? Well, <laughs> the nipples are saying, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? The next time I meet someone that I know is having an affair, I want to be like, listen, let get, out. Yeah. I need to have a look. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, let's, let's go back to let's go back to what your original about. Right, so we're talking about manifestation. Um, yeah. So I mean, how have you helped people manifest in love, and is it possible? Can, I mean, for me, to be honest, she's got a very good point. Right, often you know, if you speak to mainly probably women because they're more list people. Yeah, right? girls, are you list people? Do you write if it's not on a well, list? Well, you know it's what? I've happening. actually wrote down here. Um, yeah. For me, because I have manifested lots in, in yeah. the past, probably about love as well. But, she um, manifested mm -hmm. me, didn't you? Yeah, I do, do. you know what? I do believe no. in manifestation. So, I mean, it, the thing I wrote down here is like to write down everything you want, but be very, very clear of what you what, yes. you, what you want. That I think I that, call that's, them non-negotiables. You know, non-negotiables. Yeah. And also, yes. I mean, there's I mean, there's loads of stuff on YouTube that you can go on about manifestation. But it mm. does a lot of it does say just be very, very clear about what you want and make a list, and then and then. Absolutely. I love that what you just said, non-negotiable. You make them non-negotiable. So start, like I usually say 10. Seven's quite hard to come up with. Once you get to seven, it can be easy to get seven. And then yeah, they can't be perfect. Become... No, well. I mean, we all want someone that's perfect, but perfect then. It's different. Yeah. yeah. But you can't build a house without foundation. Mm, right. Yeah. So the non-negotiables are your foundation. And like you're saying, you've got to be really clear, you know, what you put on there. And be careful what you ask for as well. Mm. But my interest was piqued because I've got friends, you know, and various people where they'd be like, oh, do you know, I made a list about my ideal guy, right? And I got the opposite of every single thing that I had on that list. Why is that then? Right? What? Yeah, and that happens a lot. This is when I came up with the non-negotiables, you know, and it's more of an energy thing, is that what you're writing is probably from your logical mind. Right. But did you know that your ideal partner is actually predetermined. In other words, you've profiled for them before the age of five. Really? I know. Every time we I have know. you on, Laura, you blow my mind a little bit. <laughs> That's like a bombshell every time. Is this before, why we have this whole Prince Charming thing because of the whole Disney yes, thing exactly. that we're, we're brought up with? Exactly. And what happened before the age of five, we get read fairy stories, Cinderella... Sleeping Beauty, Rapunzel, you know, and all the rest of it. Well, this is the thing. So, when you're at school, is all you dream of is getting married and having the perfect dress, I'm just you? trying to think about who my first crush was. It was George Michael when he was in Wham. I definitely got read that wrong, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> so that actually tells you a lot, oh, but I think everyone, like, but He didn't come out first of all, did he? So yeah, that's But the I thing. definitely read that energy wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we might need a little bit of an adjustment. Yeah, you know. But, so there's log there's logically, isn't there, what you think you should have? Yeah. And then there's the subconscious stuff, right? And it's that you know manifesting. It's more about attraction and getting your energy right to attract it in. And the mm. non-negotiables are basically if you're building a fence, they're your fence posts. 
Yeah. Right. Because if you haven't got the pose, it's going to wibble and fall over. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, there's no substance there. We're perhaps, um, we're perhaps doing it from, you know, gathering lots of information about what the media or society are telling you should be your ideal partner. Right. So, and I mean, so, how often have you ended up with somebody and then thought, oh, God, they remind me of my dad? It's, the, oh. <laughs> Yes, that do you know. It's, I often say that about Ashley. I'm like, oh, you're just like my dad. So what have I done? And then he says to me, you're you're just like my mum. And I'm like, we 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 literally are just a walking, um, what's the word? I'm a stereotype. Um, Stereotype, yeah. But oh, I've completely forgotten what I was going to say now. See, well, that's you know the menopause gonna... fog. It will come you know, to me. You talk. You know what I was going to say actually. So what are I mean. There's things that I know about manifesting. Like I said before, writing everything down. You know, you've got the full moon. When you're feeling your energy is alive. I know when my energy is bursting. Like if it's, you know, to attract like work jobs or whatever it might be. You know when your energy's right. But what would be your top tips on manifesting love? So give yeah, us your five you top tips. To Well, when you're on your own, you tend to lie in the middle of the bed, don't you? You know, and sort of spread out or, or whatever. So really lie over one side of the bed. You've got to actually literally position yourself so that you're telling the universe and you know that you're you're ready. You're open, you're ready and you're in attraction mode, right? You're already living like you're in a couple, except they're invisible at the moment. Right, you know, you can't physically see them. And really but energetically, quiet. yeah, <laughs> you're calling them in. So if you, you know, you've got a car and you're, you've got a drive, park the car over one side of the drive, give space to somebody else. A really good one is clear your drawers out, right? And your wardrobe so you've got space for somebody else to... Don't want to move it in just yet. <laughs> no, I know. And it might be a bit sudden. I know a bit soon. Can you imagine right, they come over? Oh, that drawer's empty. You're calling them a few in. things in there. No, I have heard this one yeah. before, Lara, actually. Yeah. It's just clearing a space in your life for them, really, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Moving, Which makes yeah, total sense. A lot of people want a relationship but don't have time for one, right? They're very independent. Women are very independent mm. nowadays, you know. I'm often saying to them, you might be able to um, change a light bulb, right, or wire a plug or, you know, take the trash out or, um, you know, fix the boiler or whatever, but don't. Just because you can doesn't mean that you should. Yeah, so, yeah. Right? so, so wait and, until you meet that man and let him do it. Just the last question we've got for you, Lara, if that's yeah. okay. What's the strangest yeah. thing that someone's um, wanted to manifest when you've worked with them? I guarantee Lara's got a strange one. I know she has. I know you have, Lara. So when someone's come to you, they want to find out something. Yeah, well... You don't need to keep it clean. No, you don't have to keep it PG on this, Lara. You can just say what it is. Well, I have actually... You know, the non-negotiables, I say 10, right? She came back with 27. Ooh. Right, even down to the length of his leg, you know, the position of his bum, right? You know, everything, right? She was so detailed about it. I attended that wedding. In October, by the way, you of did them getting not. married. Oh, she so she actually only, found the person. She only flaming called it in. I was going to say God. she hasn't got any uh, hope in hell, but she did. No, she did. Right, is is height six foot seven. She actually had because she's tall. They had to be over six yeah. foot five. She got six foot seven. So I thought, well, do you know what? That you know, I thought I was actually quite impressed. But manifesting, you know, the, the usual ones are, you know, money, love, health. Mm. That's, you know, um, quite the three thingy. main ones. Aren't and they? often, yeah, like 
I get I get um, some people, depending on culture and stuff, who want me to uh, manifest a great life for them, for somebody else, not even for them, but for somebody else, mm. or protect them or whatever. Oh, but I find the apple spell works really, really well for um, attracting love. What's the apple spell? Right? The, the apple spell, I call it the apple spell or apple charm, when you get an apple, right, and I've got it in PDF form and stuff because, you know, I give it to clients and things. So if anybody wants to message in after, you know, this podcast or whatever, Laura, I'm happy to send it. And, and where can they find you very quickly? Where can they find oh, you? Um, Instagram, Lara Wells TV or Facebook, Lara Wells Live. But you need apple, a bit of ground or, you know, a pot um, and a piece of paper, red thread, and, and baking it because if you cut an apple across the middle it's a five-pointed star with your pips you see so you're using all the elements as basically you write in there who you want to attract in put it to ground right bury it after you've baked it in the oven right and so, as it so goes you, to ground you your your um love will manifest so sorry let me just clarify this you cut an apple yeah. in half but the right way so you've got the five star in the middle yeah you yeah. bake it yeah. And then you write on a bit of paper everything. No, you so, you write on the bit of paper, fold it nine times, right? A strip of paper, fold yeah. nine times, because nine's an infinite number. You place it between the two halves, wrap red threads round about the two halves to keep it together, right. and then bake in the oven for about 20 minutes, right? right? And then, you know, yeah, it smells wonderful. But as when you and bury, then you it, in bury the ground, it, did you, you say? Use it the full moon, yeah. Because we moon. want power for this I love year. that, Laura. That yeah. is such a great, oh a great tip. Does it, does it work if it you're already in a relationship, Laura? <laughs> going to bake yeah. some apples. Sorry, Ash. Well, I once yeah. had somebody who they were so desperate, you know, to get this man, get married, blah, blah, blah. So I, we did this, right? I says, right, okay, we're going to do this. It attracted them in. They got married, despite the fact the guy was like, I'm never going to get married again. But then she she went off him further down the line, so she wanted to divorce him. Well, it was a little bit trickier. <laughs> because <laughs> right, so, right, Laura, we're <laughs> going to have to move on, unfortunately. Yeah. But you know what? That's As okay. always, we could talk to you forever. We are definitely going to get you on again um, very soon. But thank you, you so girls. much. And thanks for your time. Bye, Laura, you we love you. Bye, You're great. bye darling. Bye, bye, Laura. Bye-bye. Oh, I could speak to her forever. Oh, she for hours. great, isn't she? She's the best. But we're going to move on to our love line now. So. Oh, love line. Okay. okay. So my partner and I have been dating for almost five years and we're actually engaged to be married. Oh. But no date is set yet. We are long distance, the first four years due to our careers. I was in London and he would spend months all around Europe. It's not ideal for a new relationship, is it? Well, for four years anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we moved in together a year ago because he got a promotion and we're now settled in the UK. But, always a but. I feel like I'm slowly falling out of love now I'm living with him. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, our relationship was great while we were apart, but a few months of living with him, I, I already wanted out. Oh. He's a great man, but he's lazy to a whole nother level. You see so much when you move in with somebody, yeah. don't you? Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm the one that, ha that has to run the house. I'm doing all the food shops, the cooking, making sure the bills are paid on time. I have to ask him to, even to take me out on dates or to show me through actions that... Uh, like 
to show actions that he actually loves me. I don't feel any excitement anymore. And a lot of the time, I avoid being intimate with him because of how I'm feeling. Of course, it'll overflow, yeah. won't it? Yeah, of course. I feel drained being a provider and teaching a grown man how a partner should be. I've never had to teach a guy how to act when in a relationship, and it's definitely the biggest turn-off. I feel like I'm raising him like... I'm his mother. I think the distance played a big factor in making me think he's the one to be with. Will it get better? Do I hold on to what could be could be potential and just suck it up? Right. Wow. First well, I let, of all, I let you answer all of those, Mel. First of all, <laughs> I think that's really common. Like mm. they're moving in together. Things change. Don't it, well, they? they say it makes you or breaks you. It's like you know they say you never know someone till you've been on holiday mm. with them, and that's true. Yeah. I've had friends that I've known for years got on holiday and gone. Soon as we get back to the UK, yeah. I'm deleting your number because yeah. you're a nightmare. Um, you hear, you and I'm sure lot, people <laughs> thought the same about me. <laughs> um, but there is one phrase that comes to to mind mm. that um, our friend Helen always used to say. Actually, I'm your lover, not your mother. Oh, I love that. I'm not heard Helen. Yeah. Well, she's obviously not had to say it to me, has she? <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't say it to me either. <laughs> you just heard her say it. I was like, yeah, I'm your lover, not your mother. And mm. I think that's a really true saying. Yeah. However, in this case, it sounds... Do you think this guy's got complacent? Maybe he wasn't Possibly. like that on his own. That's that's the other thing. Or are they just like that in general? Or is he like that in general? I that's that's the thing. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Me. Thank you. Once a wish. I'm not telling you what it Twice is. Twice a kiss. Um... I think that it goes back to something that we spoke about last week um, and that's the honeymoon period, yeah. right? We, we're all putting our best version of ourselves forward. And then when you're living with someone, the mask slips, okay? You're starting to see mm. people for who they are and, and what they're like in, in real life, if you like. Yeah. Also, you know, when you're on dates and you're meeting up and it's date night or you're going out and you're, it's exciting. It's your, you, you're literally doing everything you can to please each other. When you're living together, it's, it's, it's real life, right? So I think it comes to, again, it would be try and sit down, have these conversations, even, do you know what, sometimes going back to lists, write a list of all the things that... Have a relationship audit. Yes, a relationship audit. So it's all about maybe, yeah, making a list, finding that five-minute coffee hack. <gasps> We're <laughs> literally pulling... on this one, but, um, but just to sit down and just say, look... Is there any room for improvement here? Just and then just, just like, this, this is not what I'm about for the rest of our lives. We're about to get married. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I, I do also think as well, um, it's not the honeymoon period forever. Things do change when you move Well, they're four together. years in, aren't they? So yeah, it's, it's, it's kind it's, of... You, it it yeah. is going to change. Um, but yeah, have that conversation. Um, and good, good luck with it. Yeah, and, and I think also... No, like I do think the knowing your boundaries as well, yeah, and definitely. saying you know, so this is what I'm I'm prepared to put up with, like you said before. That's it, yeah. Well, listen, good luck. As with all um, the people that write, write into us, um, good luck with everything. Hope we've given. Got to say, advice, Lisa yeah. was trying to kick me there to say <laughs> we're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I just really wanted to carry on talking just, just to annoy her. <laughs> <laughs> we got a time schedule. Listen, guys, thank you all so much for listening and watching. We love doing this show, so please do give us a like. Make sure you follow us on all the socials. Um, and on all the platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, uh, give us a rating and a review. We'd love a five if you've got it in you. Yeah, um, and make sure you write into us. We love hearing all your stories as well. Yeah, don't forget, we'll keep it all anonymous. And we love hearing from all of you, so make sure you keep writing into us. Don't forget, uh, uh, info at outlandish.live or DM us on Instagram at outlandish.live. 
We will see you next, next time. Week.